Welcome to Fast Cars, Fast Girls. We are your IndyCar experience. And this week, we have a very special guest with us. Um, Molly, we've got Mr. Patrick Patton, who is starting a website, or has started a website, but it's going live on October 19th, and it's called RacerCollect.com. So if your interest isn't already piqued, don't worry. Yep. We're gonna we're gonna ask Patrick lots of questions. We're gonna get you real excited about this. So Patrick, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. We uh we appreciate you coming on. So tell us about kind of the i the idea behind this website. Sure. Been a lifelong IndyCar fan, open wheel fan, really. Uh, born and raised pretty much in the Indianapolis area. And my dad, as a, as a kid, took us to all the dirt tracks and were raised pretty much at IRP in the U.S. Nationals. But one place he would never take us was, was Indianapolis, which I thought was always kind of odd. And it was because he didn't like the, the huge crowds out there. So obviously, as a kid, I was very fascinated by what was out at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And the first time I went was in 1983 and absolutely fell in love with the place. So since then... Uh, I've attended races, IndyCar races, sprint car races, all that kind of stuff. And over the years, it started um, creating a large collection of things um, from parts. And, and, you know, I think we all kind of started out with the hero cards and collecting mm -hmm. those and the, the free swag, the stickers and all the stuff they used to give out at the Nationals. And over the years, I've amassed probably two 10 by 10 storage units just full of stuff. Oh. Um, and I like to collect sort of the one-off types of things, you know, garage signs that hung over the indie garages um, over the years or unique pieces of art or just sort of the, the unique things. I do collect die cast and, and things of that nature, but it's always that, that kind of one-off thing that kind of gets me going. And, and in doing so, I've, I've gotten to know a lot of different collectors. And so I think it was in 2019 I had a collector or what I thought was a collector reach out to me. And it was actually James Hinchcliffe, and he had, had gotten my name from some other collectors and thought I might be interested in some things. He and I started talking about how people collect and how drivers get rid of stuff and had some really good conversations. And that's where the idea kind of arose was a marketplace to make it easier for racers and collectors to get together and share items, sell items, trade items. Uh, and just to make it a, a much easier community. And the other part of that was that if you're in Indianapolis, you have a little bit of an advantage when it comes to IndyCar things because so many of the teams and, and drivers are located here. There's always a special event or special collector events in Indianapolis. And so it makes it easier if, if, if you live in Indy or, or within a few hours drive to, to get to that stuff. But for anybody outside that area, it's a little more difficult. So the idea was to also be able to get it into the hands of fans that don't live in the Midwest or live in the Indianapolis area. Absolutely. And you're 100% right. It is a lot easier, I mean, even to happen upon a race car, race car driver and um, get something signed is a little bit easier when you when you live in Indianapolis. Um, oh, it's it's much easier. And, you know, there's a lot of collectors in the Indianapolis area, and there's a memorabilia show that they do a couple times a year. Um, there's all kinds of events, especially in May, where collectors can go out, meet and greet drivers, you know, get the autograph um, and things of that nature. So the thought was if we could expand the reach 
to you know the all of North America would be definitely a good thing. Yeah, yeah, I think that sounds like a, a an excellent idea. Um, so how exactly does the website or or forum um, storefront, I guess, how does that work? So the way we've got it set up is it's it's a marketplace similar to like Etsy or eBay where anybody can set up a store and sell. So any collector, you know, that wants to get out there and, and maybe sell a few items um, can do that and, and, and to set up a store is free of charge. Uh, but the key piece to it is the drivers and teams can also do that. We've got um, a setup where the drivers and teams can go out and do it themselves, but we also offer a service where we will help them do that. And that's where I kind of come into play is, is what we do. And what I've done for, for several drivers recently is pick the stuff up if they're an indie or help them get it shipped to me in indie. And then we photograph it, get it listed on the site. The nice thing about our site is that the drivers set the price, the descriptions, the history. We're, we just facilitate the sale. We don't, uh, we don't own it. We don't buy it from the drivers. Um, it's really, and that's what makes our site unique, is that when you go out to buy something from, say, Hinchcliffe's store, you know that that's coming directly from, from James. It's, it's not someone that's bought it and is reselling it. It's actually James listing his stuff through, through our site or any of the other drivers or teams that, that we've got listing. That's awesome. That's, that is awesome. And uh, Patrick, I think you and I had discussed a little bit, um, you know, that we've all seen those of us who are around Indian May, we've all seen those people that go to the track and, you know, bring a giant wagon of shit with them. <laughs> uh, and just stand around and stalk drivers' garages, you know, getting signatures and this and that. And you think to yourself, okay, is one person really going to keep all this? And sadly, most of the case, most of the time, it's it's no. When you see somebody with that much stuff, they turn around and are going to put it on eBay the very next day. Um, which yeah, is absolutely. frustrating for I say it's frustrating as a fan for those of us who are like, okay, this guy's taking up space in line when I have one thing that I treasure that I want actually autographed. Well, uh, and, and this was born out of some of that frustration as a collector, especially Indianapolis. And and any of those of us that have been to Indianapolis in May, especially in the garage area, know how hectic it can get. And when drivers, you know, make an appearance in the garage, there's tons of people trying to get their attention and and like you said abby there's these guys that'll come out with wagons and roller bags and and you know and you can actually probably go out and find it that they're going to get a piece signed and it's going to be on ebay that night mm -hmm. and the funny thing is the drivers actually recognize that as well they, they start to recognize these guys and you know uh, remember faces and and so they don't like that either they really want to share the wealth with all the fans and not just a few guys that are out there kind of hustling. And I get it. Everybody's trying to make a money, make money with a side hustle. But at the same time, you've got kids and other fans that really just want that hero card sign or that die cast of their favorite driver sign. And it, it makes it really difficult to get that done sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know you've talked about collectibles um, um, from the drivers, and I think you said that, you know, I don't want to say like just your average collector can, can sell, um, but I can't think of like the fancy word for a collector. Um, what else are you guys, are you guys, you know, 
working with artists, you know, who do like the really cool IndyCar art or racing art. We are actually. And, and that's one of the things I, I wanted to open it up to, to all forms of collecting, because as you get into these groups of collectors, you find out that people collect anything and everything, either Indy 500 or racing related. So I'm a huge art fan, not just racing related, but art in general. And I love collecting local art. Um, in fact, I used to travel quite a bit for work uh, all over the world, and that was my goal is to bring back a piece of art from every place I traveled to. So a big piece of what we're doing on, on racercollect.com is to encourage artists. You know, there's a lot if – you're, if you're on Facebook and eBay, you see a lot of artists selling their creative works. And I've reached out to, to several personally in the Indianapolis area and, and other areas in the Midwest and have gotten a lot of interest. So – Definitely racing art is going to be something that we're going to feature on the site. But like I said before, anything and everything. We've got categories from race-used items to uh, racing art to die-cast. Um, we've got all kinds of things that, that people are interested in, and we're, we're open to anything. As long as it's racing-related, we're absolutely open to it. That's a, that's a pretty wide, um, wide net. That's, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> it really I'm, is. I'm, I'm excited to kind of see what – what you all were, will will have and and the different storefronts um, and what, like what the teams have. So thinking of kind of that wide net and you know you you mentioned you're you kind of like to get the the one off. So I have to ask like what is either you know the thing that you kind of treasure the most that you have <laughs> or perhaps that most unique piece. You know I've got several, but. The, probably the one that means the most to me personally is I worked for a company a, a few years ago and was introduced to Pippa Man, and my company actually did a small sponsorship with her Driven to Save Lives effort with the Clausen Marshall team. And so one of the things I was able to purchase through a charity auction was uh, the garage sign that hung over her garage in 2019. Uh, and it's signed by Pippa is probably one of my my favorite pieces just because of my connection to that team. Although it was a very small part uh, for me, it was was special. And I think for any indie fan, when they get that kind of opportunity, I think it means means something. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool indeed. Well, and I think um, something else that's cool about this site is. um and correct me if I'm wrong, because I feel like we talked about this prior to the show, Patrick, that you've got um, somebody who's going to help with authenticating signatures. I do. I do. And that, that's the other thing. And I, I'm glad you brought that up, is that we want to make it a community for racing fans, racers and teams. So we want to be able to offer all kinds of different services. And, the, and that happens to be one. We're working with a group. Um, we're actually working with an autograph collector that has, you know, I think he said 15,000 unique signatures and that's what he does. That's what he collects is signatures. And so he's got a company that he's working on, on getting up and running that will authenticate signatures. But we also want to be able to, you know, I've bounced some ideas off some of the drivers and, and teams that we want to be able to help support in any way we can some of these other organizations you know one that that we're that i i love working with is pippa man's 
uh, Shift Up Now organization that helps promote women in motorsports. So mm. we're working to partner with them. We want to do, you know, uh, lists, sort of a one-stop shop where people can come and find all the, the racing-related podcasts or driver appearances. I know, you know, in May, a lot of drivers will do appearances, and you really have to work to try to find out who's going to be where and when. So we want to pull some of that together. We want to do Zoom calls or Zoom meetings with not only drivers, but, in, you know, people affiliated with the different racing teams. One of the things that, that I've heard consistently from, from different people in the paddock area is that there really kind of is a shortage of, of new blood coming into the sport. So, you know, if we can have uh, a Zoom call with maybe a crew chief or a guy that works on a car, on a car and, you know, the younger generation can start talking to them, hey, how did you get here? What was your career path? So we want to kind of make it open to all different, not just collecting, but all, all different kinds of things that we can offer to the race fans. Uh, those things will be coming later, you know, as we, we're going to start slow. Uh, but over time, we've got plans to add all kinds of different features to the site. Dang, this is not that. just a collector. It's a, like a, a, I guess one could call it a one-stop shop. Um. <laughs> For all things racing. I love yeah. it. Yeah. We're trying to, like I said, we're, we're kind of tagging it as a community for, for racers and fans. Uh, and, and, of course, we're starting with IndyCar because that's what I'm closest to. That's what I know. But we also want to open it to, you know, I, probably all forms of open wheel racing, the sprints, the, the world of outlaws, the dirt cars, any of those types of things is, is really what we're, we're targeting. Excellent. Very, very cool. Excellent. So I know you've got a couple of drivers that are already on board. Um, are we, I say, are we allowed to go ahead and name drop and talk <laughs> about who, who you've already got signed up? Sure. Uh, all right. Sure. Absolutely. So currently we've got four drivers that have actual items listed on the website. So we've got uh, James Hinchcliffe, we've got Connor Daly, we've got Pippa, Pippa Mann, and we've got Emily Linscott, who is an F4 uh, yeah. racer uh, that Pippa has been mentoring uh, this last year. So those are the ones that actually have items on the site. We're talking to several others. In fact, uh, I can probably mention Ryan Hunter Ray will will have some stuff on there. I'm just waiting to get it back from him at this point. Uh, and we're talking to several other drivers that are interested in the program. We're talking to a couple of IndyCar teams, and we're actually talking to um, a Sprint Car USAC team. Um, so not only is it driver-related, but a lot of teams at the end of the season will have garage sales is how they kind of like to label mm -hmm. them, where they can kind of get rid of the broken parts or the extra marketing materials, the, the, the hero cards that they have left over and they invite the public into their shops to, to, uh, come in and buy those items. And we're trying to work with those teams that we can do that for them. And again, offer it to a broader audience that we can go in, we inventory it, we take the pictures, we list it online. Um, and, and we do that for them. And again, there's a nominal cost to the team. And, and one of the things that we also want to do, which we know is important to the teams and some of the drivers, and it's important to us, is that a lot of this money that they generate from those is for, for charity. So we want to be able, by broadening, broadening their audience, to be able to offer it to more people and raise more money for the charities that are uh, important to those teams. That's very cool. 
yeah, those garage sales are something um, else. <laughs> it's always surprising to me to see the stuff that people bring back. And I love that they call them garage sales because that's technically what it is. But like, right. I've got a wheel or like, here's a piece of a front of a car or like these wing nuts. And I'm just like, that's interesting. Also, my mom, where are you going to put the... <laughs> I know. And you know, I think my favorite part is the people that like, that repurpose them or seeing how they where where they put it where the, how they decorate with it etc um because yeah, yeah, like really some people cool. do some really cool things table. yeah yeah we bought a piece from um one of the garage sales the dale coin one it's probably been three or four years ago five years ago uh and it was a tail section from one of the old delara cars that had sort of like the rear fenders um, that sat behind the rear wheels and the, and the, the rear wing kind of sat on top of that. We bought a piece from one of Hinch's cars We're obviously big Hinch fans and we used it as sort of a shelf to display my son's die cast on in his room. So it worked out really well. Oh, that is cool. Now, so I think answers one of the questions we also like to ask is like, do you have a favorite driver? And I'm picking up that Hinch might be one of your favorite drivers. Yeah, my son and I, you know, like I said, my dad got me into the sport, um, well, at least auto racing, and my son has kind of caught the bug. And so mm -hmm. he's my travel companion to, to 90% of the races we attend. And, yeah, we definitely have our favorites. Um, but, you know, we like everybody in the paddock, but mm -hmm. we probably tend to, to follow Hinch. Obviously, I'm a Pippa fan. Um we like the, the local guys like Connor. We love to have or hear the stories of, of local guys that make it, um, you know, and we love the stories. I'm a big history buff, so I love the idea of some of these smaller grassroots teams like Top Gun that's, you know, starting mm -hmm. to make uh, entry into the sport. Love to see teams like that come into the sport and be successful. So Awesome. Yeah, and awesome. I think this is this is a great place for even those – those smaller teams to take advantage. Um, sure. One of the teams that, that we're talking to, I can't name just yet, but you know, they've got a lot of parts and stuff sitting around and they know there's quite a bit of money there, but they just don't have the time to deal with it. And so we've been talking to them about, let us come in inventory, take the pictures list it for you. And it helps them generate another revenue, you know, another stream of revenue uh, to help support their race teams. Absolutely. It's interesting that, you know, it. now that you talk about it, that's obviously like a need or, or a, yeah, I guess a need in the area of like, they do have all these parts. I and mean, what in the world do you do with them? And, hey, we can inventory it, sell it for you and do all the work. Right. Like, awesome. <laughs> and there are some teams that do that. You know, I know like with, with some of the sprint and the outlaw teams, when you go to the races, a lot of the teams will have like a, a side end plate from a from a wing you know, sitting in front of one of their, their merch trailers. But a big part of how they generate money is through merch and the sale of that stuff. So if we can help facilitate that, take a little bit off their plate, uh, is definitely something we'd love to do. Yeah. That's excellent. We, um, I, I was going to make the joke because the, the team you won't see on there is Hunkos, because uh, Molly and I jokingly say that Ricardo Hunkos is the thriftiest man in racing. <laughs> <laughs> And that uh, when when his cars are in crashes, he's like, mm, no, bring that back. I can bend that back into shape. We're not done with that. Put that right. I can fix that. That's right. <laughs> a little duct tape and, uh, you know, a little epoxy. We're good. 
<laughs> he just he seems very much like he's that guy. <laughs> yeah, I haven't talked to him, but absolutely would love to at some point. Yeah, because they are one of our, uh, you know, smaller teams. They've got a, a bigger presence in the road, Andy, but I'm sure they've got all kinds of parts and things. You um, would think. You would think. Yeah. So, very cool. And I love that if you are simply coming to the site as a consumer, uh, like you said, everybody's going to have their different storefronts, so you can get to where you need to go relatively quickly. Um, you can just click on somebody's name or find their store pretty easily and you don't necessarily need to have any special access yourself to access the website. Whereas, no. you know, in May, yeah, the garage area is great, but you got to have a bronze badge to get into the garage area. Right. Um, yeah. And not everybody, it doesn't work out that everybody does that. If you're only in town for, you know, just a couple days out of the month, well, you may not get as big a return on that investment. Um, but with this website, kind of everybody can go and you're, you know that you're buying it directly from the driver. Um, so you know that it's not anything fake or anything, you know, that, that has a history other than its description. Right. You know, especially with on the team and the driver's side, because we're going to work to vet to make sure that if we've got something listed in, in the Hinchcliffe store or the Connor Daly store, um, you're absolutely going to know that we acquired that or worked with that driver um, to set that up. So, you know, some of the other collector stores, um, we're going to work. I don't know how we're going to do it yet to vet some of that process because that's part of the problem with eBay and Facebook is you, is you go out there and you don't really know unless you're a signature expert or uh, provenance expert that what they're selling and what they're advertising is, is really what it is. So I've been burned a couple times. I know probably most collectors have been at some point, got a piece that wasn't what they thought it was. So we're going to try to come up with a process on the collector side. I think it's going to be offering some type of authentication service, not just signatures, but some way that we can research and find the history of an item if someone is so inclined to do so, but haven't worked that whole process out yet. But to your point, yeah, our site has categories, you know, autographs, car parts, collectibles, die cast, but you can also do a search, you know, hey, maybe I'm looking for a bronze badge from 1967. So you can do a search on bronze badges and, you know, maybe multiple sellers have them available and it should list all of those bronze badges available. Or like you said, too, you can you can shop by store, you know, you can look at the, the list of stores and, hey, that one looks interesting. Um, I'm going to try that one out. You know, that looks like an art store. Very cool. A lot of hours are going to be spent on this store, I'm feeling. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of clicking, yeah. like, oh, what's this? Oh, what's this? You know, curiosity. I yeah. <laughs> uh, hear you. Yeah, I think uh, I think some, some Christmas and birthday presents in the future are going to be coming from this store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, so, well, that is excellent. Um, yeah, there's – well, and there's just so many things that – the drivers have access to sometimes like team shirts that, you know, maybe they're getting rid of for whatever reason or, you know, that the teams might have that, you know, they're in a size extra, extra small and there's nobody on their team that wears that. Right. Uh, where you can really come away with these gems that weren't initially available to the public. Right. Right. These one or these one off pieces or, you know, a cool piece I got from the Nashville race 
is I got one of the banners that advertised, you know, the whole Nashville uh, GP prior to the race that hung in downtown Nashville or in the area of the track. They only printed a hundred of these and actually acquired one from from one of the the promoters. So to me, that's a super cool piece. You only know there's there's only a hundred of those that exist, uh, and there's only going to be one inaugural race. So that's a cool piece to have. That yeah. is very cool. Dang, there's just a yeah, lot out there. <laughs> there is. I mean, the the possibilities are endless. <laughs> well, and it's a lot of work, and that's that's part of the other part of the reason of the site is as a collector, it's almost a full. I mean, if you're really serious about it, or borderline fanatic, like <laughs> uh, like I am, um, you spend a lot of time just surfing the Facebook marketplace and 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 surfing eBay and reaching out to other collectors. I mean, you have to kind of keep your there's there's two or three collectors here locally in Indianapolis that we're all the time kind of beaten one of us is beating the other two you know a, a piece that we saw on facebook marketplace i mean literally by minutes <laughs> you yeah. know um i'll call a guy and say hey yeah i'd like to have that piece or message them and oh too late you know and then i'll get a message from one of my buddies hey look at this cool piece i just got it's like oh man <laughs> <laughs> like ah you saw it two seconds before I <laughs> like ah, it was exactly. you buddy <laughs> uh, yep. yeah i have uh spent Many, many hours on eBay looking for race collectible things. Um, <laughs> many hours. And I actually lucked out on a, a few pieces last December from somebody that had no idea what they were or what they meant. Um, and right. it was different glasses and shot glasses. And, you know, the iconic clear tumbler glasses. Um the older ones have Tony Holman's signature on it. Right. And they were being marketed as, you know, tumbler glasses with signature by Tony Nolman. With an <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, honey, but that's a great price. I'm going to take that. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Like, you don't even know what you have. That's fantastic. Yeah. Tony yeah, that's Nolman. great when you can find those pieces like that. Oh. But, but yeah, this is excellent. This is, like you said, kind of an Etsy or an eBay specifically for, for racing items. Uh, so, which will, I mean, makes it a much easier search than just going on eBay. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, like you said, spending hours going out there and, and looking, you know, I'll, and a lot of times I'm not looking for a specific piece. I'll just type in Indy 500 or IndyCar just to see what's out there, you know, and, and like you said, you might stumble across a piece that you, maybe they don't know what they have or they have no clue what the piece is. Uh, but then you also see the other side of it where, you know, I was on Facebook Marketplace last week and, and someone had a diecast car that they thought was from the 40s and it was in reality it was a newer piece made by Greenlight and they were asking you know an astronomical price for this piece and, and I just reached out to him privately and, and just kind of explained the differences to him so there's lots of stuff out there and lots of people you know trying to buy and sell yeah so that's another thing is making sure that you're paying a fair price for things um, yeah it really is. And, and like I said, on the driver stores, the team stores, they're setting the price. It's really up to them because I think the market is is artificially inflated uh, in places because there's not a lot of this stuff out there. And if a guy's got a pair of gloves signed by, you know, whoever, 
um, they may be asking the world for it. And in reality, they're not worth that more than likely. So what I like is that the drivers are trying to help, will help regulate kind of the market of these types of things. And hopefully at the end of the day, makes it more affordable for the everyday fan to be able to go out there and buy that pair of gloves or buy that pair of boots, whatever you know it is they're looking for. I'm a big fan of kids. I love to see kids out at the track and in, in the garage and the paddock area. You know, I did that with my son and I love to see that. And so, you know, to give that kid the ability to go out and get the, a cool little piece from, from their favorite driver, I think makes a world of difference. Oh, I, I a hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. We've got, um, yeah. Kids of a friend of ours that, um, you know, have been brought out to the track many times and they've got their favorite driver and have just, because, you know, they were cute kids, uh, lucked into many situations where their favorite drivers, um, just kind of gave them, gave them things out of the garage. And right. I mean, and it just means the world to them. It does. And it makes an impression for a lifetime. I mean, there, there are guys from when I was you know, a young kid that I still remember that are no longer racing that I had an interaction with at the track. He came out and talked to me or they came out and autographed in my program, you know, and it sticks with you even as an adult. Absolutely. It does. Uh, yeah. Cause I was talking to a fellow fan just about how, you know, even to this day, there's some brands and sponsors from Indy 500s 20 years ago that we still have positive views of just because they may have sponsored one of our favorite drivers 20 years ago. Exactly. Uh, you know, it's, it's funny how those things, how those things kind of work. And, you know, when you, when kids do have the ability to have all that, it just creates a lifelong fan. Yeah, yeah. it really does. They get hooked just like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My son's been fortunate. You know, and I think you guys might be in the same boat when you're younger, you can't afford the pit passes and the garage passes and you might be able to afford, you know, a qualifying day. Uh, but with my son, it's been, I've been fortunate that we can buy the garage passes or the paddock passes and I forget the count, but I think I've, he's got his picture with like, I don't know, 30 or 35 drivers, you know, from, from IndyCar of which I think seven, seven to 10 were former Indy 500 champions. And, and though now I think he thinks it's cool, but when he's my age and he looks back and all these pictures, that's, I think it's going to be a huge, huge kick for him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah no, that's going to be something that he's going to, going to always look back on and enjoy. Yeah. And one of the coolest pieces, and I forgot to mention this earlier, is that my son is a doppelganger for Mateus Least. These two look uh, identical. And the first time that Mateus saw my son, he just started laughing and walked <laughs> over and said, hey, how you doing, dude? And and so um, I, I took a picture of the two of them and the local paper down in Greenwood picked it up, the picture from my son who was running in the state finals and track that year. And they did a piece featuring that picture, uh, com comparing my son being a rookie in the state championship finals and track to Mateus being a rookie at the Indianapolis motor speedway. Uh, it was just a super cool piece. And we took it to the track, the newspaper and had Mateus sign it. And now it's all framed up and hanging in my son's room. 
Oh, that is very cool. It is. And gosh darn it, that's why we all love the guys in the paddock and gals. They're just so great um, and open. And oh, it's it's nice that there's going to be this site where you know they can put things out instead of, you know, as we kind of talked about earlier, the, the guy with the 14 die casts to sign. But it really <laughs> right. is there kind of shepherding and, and helping those of us who just love the sport and and those getting into it like yeah this is my driver let me see what i can kind of find instead of like oh my gosh right yeah trying to <laughs> fight and elbow your way into a crowd of people yeah oh exactly and, and and like i said before you know the the name racer collect it's bringing racers and collectors closer together we want to make it a racing community site, not just, I mean, obviously a big part of it's the buying and selling, but we want to make it informative and, and educational and, and make it, like we said before, sort of a, a one-stop marketplace um, for all different types of things. It'll grow over time. Very cool. Oh, that's excellent. Well, we are, we're excited for the launch date. Um, yes. October 19th. <laughs> October 19th. Yep. Racercollect.com. I'm super excited because this has been probably about a year, year's worth of work to get to this point. Uh, obviously, it's a passion project for me. So, yeah, I'm ready to to, to lift the gate and let people in and, and see what people think. Excellent. Well, we, uh, we're, we're looking forward to it. So don't forget that date, October 19th. And the website is racercollect.com. Can they find you, you know, between now and the 19th? Are you, you know, your social media handles that they can kind of go and start waiting? Anticipating? Absolutely. Yep. We are, we are starting to tease up using uh, primarily Facebook and Instagram, but we do have a Twitter presence. We have a LinkedIn presence. Um, our focus, like I said, will probably be uh, at least initially, uh, Instagram and Facebook, because those are platforms I'm comfortable with. Twitter is a something that's a little foreign to me, but I've got a daughter that's a social media specialist, so she's going to help get me up to speed on some of this stuff. But it's always uh, all all platforms. It's just at Racer Collect um, on all the different platforms. We have been posting some stuff here lately, and what we're wanting to do. Uh, as we get closer to the launch, if we can get people to to like, share, follow uh, with other individuals and, and on these sites, we're going to start doing some giveaways as we get closer to the launch. And then once we get launched, we'll probably do some giveaways after that. But um, I've got a lot of things in my personal collection that we're, we're going to give away. We've got a mini helmet, uh, some mini helmets we're going to do. We've got some signed programs, um, just little bit of everything and and i'm starting to dig through stuff and figuring out what i can what i can live without <laughs> and uh we'll start giving some of that stuff away to help promote the site well i mean you just said every race fan's favorite word giveaway and competition <laughs> so guys come on ladies everybody let's go um oh boy yeah. <laughs> follow them on social media everybody loves free stuff absolutely everybody loves free stuff and it's gonna be fun like not just People, you know, I don't collect a lot of stuff, but I'll tell you what, I, I can definitely spend some hours uh, looking through stuff and that you're going to have art there is going to be amazing, too. So definitely start checking it out, guys. 
and it's only going to get better is what I'm picking up. Yeah, we're going to, you know, we're, we're starting small. We've got the, the four or five drivers to start. We're talking to a couple teams, but as we build credibility, as we build inventory, the idea is the site will build, gain momentum, and we can add more features and more stuff that people can, can look at and buy and take home. So definitely at least start watching it now, guys, because it's just going to get better. <laughs> <laughs> It cool. is just more and more stuff. I love it. That's right. I love it. All right. Well, Patrick, thank you again so much for joining us. Um, so we won't take up too much, too much of your evening. Um, anything else you want to add on? No, I really appreciate the time and, and having me on and promoting the website. And like I said, watch out for us on social media. Um, over the next couple of weeks, we will definitely be giving some stuff away. Um, just looking for to get people interested in, in following and, and getting the site kicked off. Can't wait. All right. Again, that's at RacerCollect on social media or RacerCollect.com. So make sure to check it out. Sounds good. Thanks for listening. Thank Bye. you.